That doesn't mean we're starting. I just need to do that. So I yes, you know what at it. Well, see on the on the program when you take all three of these cameras and you put them in there, and then you take the audio and you put it in there. You, you've seen it. You know, you start doing mm-hmm. layers. Well, there's this thing where if you have a a clap like that, where all three of the mics or four or five, whatever, pick it up. It syncs it. I can, yeah, I can, I can do, uh, run the program to sync it. And it grabs those claps real easy. Now, if I don't do the clap and I still run the sync, it, it gets real close, but it doesn't get it. Doesn't perfect. It doesn't, perfect. no. So then I have to go in and start tweaking and I, I typically screw it up. All right. You let me know. I'm ready. You ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of Streaming Without a Paddle. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ted. This week, Ted and I took on Badland Hunters Netflix, one hour, 47 minutes. And that's about what I can yeah, say. Yeah, Andrew I mean, should not try to pronounce this, these names. Yeah, no, no. This, is, this is a South Korean movie. It yeah. is... It's Kung Fu Theater. It is amazing. It's Kung it Fu is, Theater. It is... 80s batshit crazy like like horror movie stuff all over the place i love this movie i love south korean cinema i love it i think it's so good i i kind of thought this was like uh asia's version of the last of me last of us last of us yeah kind of twisted metal yeah, I think that the thing about... Either one of those. It's apocalyptic. Yeah, so it's apocalyptic. There's a huge earthquake, and all of Seoul and South Korea turns into, like, the Badlands. And yeah. there's not any water, really, and there's gangs, and there's an evil doctor who takes over where all the water is. And um, yep. his little gang of people come, and they steal this girl, and... One of these guys that used to be a total badass out in the Badlands that's a pretty good guy goes to get her back with his I thought it was his nephew but it's I guess it's just his buddy. Yeah. Just his yeah, buddy. buddy. Yeah. And the guy that plays Numson, the main guy, the okay. ba- the badass guy. Yeah. I love him. He's in the Eternals, that Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was great in that. Yes, yes, yes he is. Yeah, yeah, he's Angelina Jolie's like caretaker. He's great and he's in this other movie Train to Busan, which was like one of the best zombie movies ever made. And he plays a very similar oh, you character. You know I watched that. Yeah. You know I he was plays all over a that. Very similar character where he just starts <laughs> slamming people. And I love that the their the action hero in this movie is not some like Ryan Reynolds looking chiseled <laughs> dude. It's this like gruff big dude that just slams people. I love yeah. it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, well, I, you know, what I thought was at first, all right, you got to know that it's it's voiceovered with English speaking actors. It, yeah. So it's not like you're sitting there watching uh, them say something in in a foreign language and then you have to read closed caption to pay attention. They've they've they VO'd it so that you can understand it. And of course, when they VO it, and this is my first thought, I wonder how different the actual South Korean script is from the translation. The translation yeah. into American. Uh, I thought they did. I thought they did a pretty good job when it came to matching up the the mouth to the words. Mm-hmm. I thought that there was some, you know, that that 
that didn't happen. It was just, you know, so that's it's just what I call a kung fu theater, you know, because yeah. of because of the voiceover. Um, you can turn that off. What on Netflix? Turn what off? You can turn over off the dub, and oh, you can just watch that. it with subtitles. Yeah, I, I well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't either because I love the I love the dub. I I, I love. I love how somebody thinks we speak because it's very broken, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I thought that was entertaining. Now, beyond that, and I, you know, halfway through the movie, I totally lost focus on the VO because it became like a game of mine watching the VO. And the reason for that was, was because the story actually got better yeah, and better. And so now I got enthralled into the actual story of the movie, which isn't that complicated. So it wasn't like a, and again, it's broken English. Yeah. The, the basic story is this, this doctor, uh, I'm not gonna, I guess, whatever, I'm gonna ruin it. The doctor has like his upper body of his dead daughter in like a box that he carries around and he creates this thing to try to reanimate her or bring her back but basically it makes these super soldiers and they're not zombies but that's hard to kill they're hard to kill you have to basically cut their head off and 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 that's what he's trying to do he's trying to to because he's got his daughter who lost in the earthquake uh and and he's trying to bring her back so uh, th- this apartment where his laboratory, his office, whatever you want to call it, is located, is really an apartment complex. And he's inviting people there, families that have children, mostly daughters, because he's trying to put the, the upper torso of his daughter on the body of another girl. Yeah. So that's that's what he's he's trying. He's a mad scientist. So anyway, that's not really a spoiler. I'm sure you read that online. Yeah, you need to just watch this craziness of like fighting and gore and like. It wasn't too gory. It wasn't as gory as it yeah, could have been. No, it was yeah. just. I just think it was great. I had some, this guy did a movie called. <laughs> it was it was entertaining. I'm yeah, not that, gonna, I'm not going to call it great. I'm going to say it was entertaining. Oh, it wasn't great for a post-apocalyptic monster movie. <laughs> this guy did a movie before this called The Good, The Bad, and the uh, The Good, The Bad, and the Weird, and it is equally as crazy as this. The guy, you, that, the, the director, the writer, yeah, the director. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was thoroughly entertained uh, on so many different levels. I, I love watching uh, the the, uh, the adaptation of storyline, and I, I wonder, again, like I said, I wonder how how different it is from the original movie. Maybe I should go and watch it now with the dubs off, yeah, and, and watch the. Uh, uh, closed caption on the original. Then again, I'm. It might be the same dub, just in spoken or written language. So I don't know. But I did. I was. I. I liked it. I, and I want you to. You need to vote on this. Is like when we do our numbers here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want you to think of it like this. I'm not not ready to do numbers. I'm just saying yeah. when we get there. I need you to think of it like 
drive-in movie theater. It's going to have two numbers. Oh, yeah. A, a movie, like overall general action movie. <laughs> then drive-in, late night, uh, USA Up all night movie. <laughs> okay. Remember that? Remember I, USA yeah. Up all night with well, Gilbert Gottfried and Rhonda? Rhonda yeah. Shear? Yeah, and, and there was also that... Uh, uh, Sci-Fi Theater 2000 or something Mystery, like that. Mystery, Mystery Science Theater. theater and there's also Joe Bob Briggs. So, yeah, it falls into that, that, that category of movie. I love this stuff. So. It's, like Return, it's like Return of the I, Living Dead, like movies like that. They have just, This had a budget, though. Like, production-wise, you just had to be like, as a producer, you had to be like, respect. You guys, you guys did some stuff. They they probably made it real cheap though because it is, it is a, a foreign film and you know, I think they get away with not as much money doing things, so, um, yeah, I you know I I don't know I, I I couldn't go there that was the one thing and when I watch a movie, I pay attention to that kind of stuff. Oh, he loves it because uh, of of a background. Um, but in this movie, because I was just thoroughly entertained with the fact, the fact of the overdubbing and watching the lips versus the spoken word, uh, you know, I tell you how much I was interested in it. When the movie finished, the first thing I did was go online and tried to find out who the voiceover actors were that did the English. Uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't find them. And the reason I did that was because... About halfway through the movie, uh, the teacher slash assistant to the mad doctor mm-hmm. that you know, lives in the apartment there, when she came on, uh, I, th- I thought that was Wendy uh, Malik. I did. Wendy Malik is not doing the VO for this. I, 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 it sounds just I like mean, her. I get it, but you know How Wendy Malik. How do you know? She's got that good dream on money. I mean, she's got that early '90s dream on money. Just shoot me, and just shoot me. Dream yeah. on was Sex in the City before Sex in the City, but from a male I point th- of view, I thought it was her, and I was so just. I was like, oh my god, is that? And I could not find who did the VOs, which I think is horrible. I mean, I went to IMDb, and they have uh, listed the sound editors for the English version. Two different guys there that that did it, but there's no cast. There's no voiceover cast for the American dub, and I think that they're getting robbed. You probably can find it in the credits, like so, the rolling credits. That didn't go that far. You want to know what the budget is? I uh, on this. The, oh, I'm gonna. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. Um, well, if they shot this in Korea, which. They definitely did. Uh, I'm I'm going to say, and this is this is a Netflix original, by the way. Uh, I'm I'm going to say the budget on this U.S. yeah was 16 million. That's so close, it's unreal. Six? What is it? 18. Okay. So my name is Andrew Baird, and I'm I'm happy to to double check your line producers' work. I, I, <laughs> I consult on your project. I think the look of this movie. 18 million is, uh, um, I guess though, when I think about it, there's only really three real sets. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it was, but the sets are very good. Yeah. I, 
there was a lot of tight shots. I mean, that you could see that it was shot narrow. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of long lens in this movie. Uh, and but having said that, um, half the movie's exterior. That and that's that's a big deal. I mean, because you you can't really fake that. I mean, that, you got to you you got to make it somewhat real. So. You know, I don't know if they found something that they were demolishing over there and like used it for the set because there were a lot of concrete pillars in this. There was a train uh, car so, that was not CGI. Yeah, I like that's what I'm saying to you. That I don't think it was. I don't. I didn't see a lot of CGI in there, and if it was, it was great. Well, when they were going through the city trying to get to that first little um, battle dome, yeah, right. when they were trying to get there, I was like. That's a train car that they have art directed up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I know, yeah. That that right there, and if we did that in L.A., that set would be ten million dollars. Netflix, see, I would have saved you two million. Right there, I, I would have budgeted that movie, not even reading reading the script, at sixteen million, and it cost you eighteen. Uh, anyway, now I was thoroughly entertained, Ted. I'm sorry when you threw this at me, and I started watching. I was like, oh lord. <laughs> Oh I, my God. I, I was like, there's no way he'll want to review this. Well, when, 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 uh, what's the guy's name? The main, um, badass, tough Moss, guy. Uh, yeah. Let me say it. So I don't want to be disrespectful. Right. He's such a good actor. He He's was great. Such a good actor. He was um, great. He reminded me a lot of the guy, uh, who, who's opposite, uh, uh Benedict Cumberbatch in Dr. Strange. Oh, I think that's him. Is it? Namsan is his name in this. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I could be very wrong, and that makes me feel like um. Our producer's out today, six. Uh, we don't have anybody checking, these, uh, listening to our conversation and then feeding yes. this information in our ears. So you just have to bear with us on this. On this. But, you know, it's really funny. They're often sick on, on record days. I, don't, I haven't figured that out yet. No, it's not him. I'm wrong. Okay. Well, but he, he does remind me. me yeah. yeah, he reminded me of that. But I do, I do know the Eternals, and you're right. That was... So, um, yeah, no, it was thoroughly entertaining. I mean, it was hokey at times, you know. Um, I, love, I love the... Uh, well, I, I don't want to spoil it. Um, there, there's there's kind of a, a running relationship gag in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. That was so funny. Um, so, but anyway, yeah, I, I thought it was entertaining. It's not um, going to win any awards. I mean, and it's hard to judge acting. Everybody seemed like they did a great job, but it's difficult because it was VO'd. Yep. And, and uh, dubbed, so... Uh, you, you really don't know what they're saying because words combined with action equals performance, where this is just action plus words, yeah. and that's not performance. Um, but it was a good story. It's great. If that's what the story was. Yeah, this is like everything I grew up watching. By the way, <laughs> from Doctor Strange, that is Benedict Wong, a British-born man of Chinese parents okay yeah so I, so he is a bit he's a he's a bit more taut and put together and younger than the other gentleman yeah it just reminded me i mean i i when i saw the guy i was like all right it's not him but it reminds me of, and you know what they play similar characters well they're both like bigger more muscular yeah you know 
calm. Yeah, yeah, they like intense understanding. Yeah, yeah, they, they're they're, they're yeah. bigger bigger picture people. I actually think characters. they're the same exact age. Ooh, I bet they fight against each other so. for roles. <laughs> I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah. 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 I bet they do. Oh, Benedict Wong is a year older than Ma Dong Sok, which is the other guy's name. All right. But I love them both. There you go. You want to give this a number? I do. I do. I was, my number is just based off of, of entertainment's sake. That's what, that's what we're here for. I'm not action, drama, comedy, any of it. This is just, just for pure entertainment because it was really hard to take this movie serious. Okay. Just because of, of the voiceover, which everybody loves. Come on. Who doesn't love a good dub, right? They're funny. Especially when, when you're dealing with the Asian culture into American culture. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one thing if it's, you know, Western European or, or, or Eastern uh, block being dubbed into English because, you know, like Dolph Lundgren and those movies that he would do over there or, or Jean-Claude. It's one thing. But when you take an Asian movie and you dub it into, into English, it is funny. I mean, it's it is because the mouth and the words never sing. Yeah, they do. Any, anyway, from an entertainment standpoint, I am a solid eighty on this movie. I mean, I I've just because it was just fun. I, it's not going to win any awards. It has n- no no value whatsoever, other than the fact that it was just entertaining. That's my number eighty. 93. <laughs> 93. <laughs> and, and if we go the other world... Man, you're, I, you're talking Caddyshack, Animal House level there. Hey. that's. <laughs> I'm hey, not going to put it in that category. I'm not going to put it in that category. Uh, I mean, like, I am putting it in, like, the action, action horror sci-fi world. N- 93. Like, so much fun. Like, reminiscent of all those uh, 80s movies, like, Death Comes to Frogtown, and and They Live, and all these movies like that. I loved it. I loved it. And if it were just, if it were going off like a midnight movie, 99. This movie is perfect. All right. Well, I'm, I'm an 80, so I, I think I'm more down to earth in the sense of, Ted's really into that genre, and I'm not. Yeah. But it was that entertaining to me that it deserved an, an 80. Anyway. All right. Everybody, Ted, you got anything else before we, we close it up? Go watch Train to Busan if you haven't seen it. Or, or Badland Hunters on Netflix, one hour, 47 minutes. Or The Good, The Bad, and The Weird. Haven't seen any of those, but I did see Badland. And it's great. Hunters. On Netflix, one hour and 47 minutes. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Andrew. I'm Ted. 